This is Ballin' with the Bison, your home for everything you need to know about Bucknell women's basketball. Now Johnson right wing, three on the way, good! Allie Johnson rattles home another three. She's got 17, and it's a 63-54 lead for Bucknell. It's a nine-point advantage, the largest of the day for the Bison. Rebound, Tessa Brugler puts it on the floor once, goes up, bucket good, and the foul. Three-point play coming up for Tessa Brugler. Tucker for three, it's blocked by Seppi. Autumn Seppi blocks the three-pointer. And now, here's your host, Joe Vasile. And hello, everybody, and welcome into this week's episode of Ballin' with the Bison. My name is Joe Vasile, your host on this podcast, uh, as always, and happy Tuesday if uh, you are listening to this one on time when it comes out. Technically, I'm recording this Monday night, uh, a late night here in the Bowling with the Bison studios in Lewisburg. It was uh, a beautiful day today, not only outside, but on the court for the Bucknell Bison with an 87-61 to win over the Army West Point Black Knights in the Patriot League Tournament quarterfinals. We'll talk more about that game. We'll talk more about the other Patriot League quarterfinals as well. Um, We'll breeze through the last game of the regular season against Lafayette last Wednesday. 57-47 win for the Bison. But first, thank you as always um, for your ratings, reviews, subscriptions, sharing this show out uh, wherever you have throughout the season. Certainly appreciate it and helping people uh, find this here podcast. Only one like it going in the Patriot League. I'm sure there are others across the nation that I'm just not aware about, but uh, I do certainly do appreciate um, everything that you guys have done all season long and that you continue to do here as we hit the postseason part of the season. One of the reasons why I decided to postpone this podcast uh, to coming out on Tuesday as opposed to the regular Monday was because the Patriot League quarterfinal game between Bucknell and Army on Monday night as Bucknell finished off the regular season 23-6, and 16-2 in the Patriot League. Trevor Woodruff, very deservingly named Patriot League Coach of the Year. Um, Ellie Mack, named Player of the Year in the Patriot League, and was also a first-team selection. Abby Cap was a second-team All-Patriot League selection. Tessa Brugler, an All-Patriot League third-team selection this year for what they've done and to just highlight those three and, and Coach Woodruff as reasons for this special season obviously doesn't really do it justice. It, it was so much of a team effort, and that was evident tonight, or I guess, again, if you're listening to this on Tuesday, last night in the win against Army. But first, let's back it up. Last game of the regular season, Bucknell on the road at the Kirby Sports Center on Wednesday, March 4th. They take down the Lafayette Leopards 57-47. to and I think this was a game that for Bucknell was a good thing, right? Because you had that game where Ellie Mack was not her normal self. Just 3 of 13 from the floor in the game. She did have 7 rebounds, um, 1 assist. Ended up finishing with 10 points in the contest. And on a night where she wasn't her best, Taylor O'Brien really stepped up. 16 points on 6 of 10 shooting, also 5 rebounds. Abby Cap stepped up and had a monster game, only six points, but 11 rebounds and six assists and a couple of blocks. Uh, Autumn Seppi continued to, to play well. And with Tessa Brugler 
still not back to full strength, only played 17 minutes coming off the bench, five points, couple of rebounds, an assist and a block, a solid game from Tessa as well. And you saw this Bucknell team, for the first time in a long time, when Ellie wasn't on, the Patriot League Player of the Year wasn't on, and they were still able to win by 10 points on the road at a Lafayette team that had been really tough and had something to play for. They were looking to move up and potentially get, uh, I believe, as, as high as second in the conference, depending on how tiebreakers played out on Wednesday night. So it was a, a strong win for Bucknell. And again, it showed you a little bit of, okay, on a night where Ellie Mack maybe doesn't have quote unquote it, this team still has very much what it takes to win. So that wrapped up the regular season. The postseason awards were announced after that. And then in the first round of the Patriot League tournament, Army beat Loyola on the road in the 8-9 game. And so that set up the matchup Monday night at Soika Pavilion, with the Bucknell Bison taking on the Army West Point Black Knights. The first quarter for Bucknell on Monday night was probably the best offensive quarter that Bucknell has played all year. They got out to an 11-0 run, and by the time things were done, it was a 29-14 lead for Bucknell. An army came into the game as one of the hottest teams in the Patriot League. They had won four out of their last six. They were playing really strong basketball. They lost on a buzzer beater with a chance to tie and send the game into overtime against Holy Cross for one of those losses, and they had the momentum from the win against Loyola on Saturday. Bucknell had the extra rest. And they were extremely sharp in the early going. They shot 72% in the first quarter. They shot 58% for the game as four players finished in double figures. Led by Taylor O'Brien, who had 17. Tessa Brugler had 15. 14 for Abby Kappa. She hit four three-pointers. And with it, is one away from tying the Bucknell all-time single-season record for most three-pointers made. She has 78 now on the season. Ellie Mack, 10 points, 10 rebounds, uh, also four assists in a, in a very productive double-double in 26 minutes. Bucknell led by 30 points in the third quarter. Reserves went in, and Army started to chip away a little bit. They got it down into the low 20s with the lead, but Bucknell was able to eventually get the lead back up to 30 and uh, eventually winning by a margin of 26, as the bench was really strong again tonight. Eight points and seven rebounds, along with three assists for Autumn Seppi. Seven points each for freshman Ty Johnson and Carly Kershaw. Emma Schaefer had a couple of points. And uh, Bridget Tobin, late in the game in the fourth quarter, picked up her first career points with a right corner three that swished right through the middle of the net. The bench went crazy as Tobin got not only her first career three-point field goal, but the first three points of her career. And so Bucknell cruised to an 87-61 to win over Army, who shot just 38% in the game and were outscored in each of the four quarters and head on into the Patriot League semifinals on Thursday night. They're slated to take on the winner of the Lafayette Holy Cross game, and it will be the Holy Cross Crusaders coming into Soika Pavilion on Thursday to take on Bucknell. Bison won both of the regular season matchups with Holy Cross on January 11th, 51 to 40 up at the Hart Center in Worcester, 63 to 45 against Holy Cross at Soika Pavilion on February 19th. 
uh, in the second meeting. In both games, Lauren Manis was, uh, well, to say frustrated uh, is certainly an understatement. Spucknell did a good job on Manis, who was a multi-time Patriot League Player of the Week, but again, did not win Patriot League Player of the Year as that went to Ellie Mack, who never won Patriot League Player of the Week. Which is curious in one way. You, you figure that Ellie should have certainly won at least once or twice, but I don't know if there's ever been a Patriot League Player of the Year who never won Player of the Week throughout the season. Just a very strange thing that happened uh, this year. In the other Patriot League quarterfinal games from across the league, uh, number two seeded Boston University outlast number seven seeded American 46 to 44 up at Case Gym in Boston as uh, the Terriers just hung on late uh, to pull that one out of their hats. Number six Lehigh pulls the upset on the road over number three Colgate 69 to 62. And the Mountain Hawks, who were picked to finish first in the Patriot League preseason poll, Ended up finishing sixth, score a win in their first game in the Patriot League tournament. And of course, Lafayette fell to Holy Cross 52-33. to But we told you about that one already. Our guest on Ballin' with the Bison this week is Bucknell head coach Trevor Woodruff, who we talked to before the Army game. And so we'll talk to him kind of starting off a little bit about his assessment of Army as an opponent for Monday night. And then also uh, get his thoughts on the season in general and the way that the team has come along and how his first season at Bucknell has been compared to what his expectations were going in late October, early November time. So Bucknell head coach Trevor Woodruff returns to balling with the Bison. Coach, just want to first off start by congratulating you on coach of the year and of course Ellie player of the year and, and everything else, but kind of getting into the matchup today with Army it's now the third time that the teams are, are taking on each other. What's different about Army now versus where they were in January, the first couple of matchups? Well, I think, uh, one, they have had some personnel changes due to injury. Okay, so they're playing some some different people more. Um, but to me, what sticks out is just their confidence levels through the roof. Uh, they are playing very free, uh, very wide open. Uh, they seem very connected as a group. And... Um, as a result, they've been shooting the ball very, very well as of late, and it shows in the outcomes of their game. So uh, we've, got a, we've got a heck of a challenge ahead of us. Well-coached team that we know is going to play very, very hard and is capable of putting up a big number. So the challenge is real. Yeah, it's one of those things where you look at them with the kind of the five guards that they like to play. It's very unique in the Patriot League, at least from that look. What kind of challenges defensively do you expect to get out of them? Well, the challenge really is to guard the ball because if, if you have to help, then they're excellent at finding the open man and then making the extra pass. So uh, if, you're, if you're poor on ball defensively, uh, you're going to have a hard time keeping them from getting three-point shots because most of it does come from dribble penetration. So that's really the first focal point for us is can we close them out and keep the ball in front of us and not have to help. Uh, if we do, if we have to help too often, uh, then they're going to get a bunch of three-point looks. And uh, as we said, lately they've been making them. So we got, we'll be in trouble if we can't guard the ball. Last game of the regular season at Lafayette, it, it felt like the team maybe struggled a little bit on offense for, for some stretches in the games. What, what have you kind of been working on to kind of get the groove back uh, heading into the tournament? Yeah, so it's, you know, we've just been doing what we've been doing. We, there hasn't been any changes outside of a few wrinkles to some 
some sets, uh, some situational things. You just do what you've been doing. You know, we continue to do the same shooting drills and execution stuff that we have been. You know, just certain nights that you're more crisp offensively than others. And I thought at times against Lafayette, we were really, really good. So it's just, um, you know, your goal is to just try to be that team as much as you can, knowing that at times uh, you won't be as crisp. And that's when we really want to lean on and rely on our defense. I want to take a step back and, and talk a little bit about the regular season and, and just kind of, I don't even know how much you've been able to think about it, just thinking about going into the tournament. But throughout the year, what were some of the, the things that maybe surprised you about this team from what you might have thought kind of going in to the beginning of November? Yeah, well, one of the things I tried to do uh, consciously is to keep an open mind. Uh, because while we come into the season knowing the success, knowing that there's some key contributors returning, uh, you know, I think maybe you do a disservice by coming in with a certain expectation of what players can and can't do. Uh, their roles have all changed for the most part since last year. So we wanted to keep an open mind. I think throughout the course of the year you've seen uh, players emerge uh, some nights and then other nights it's a different player. So I, I have liked that part of it. I think we have a group um, through the course of their history has learned how to win. And as a coach taking over a program, you know, generally that's the first thing you have to teach. You know, And for this group, that was already built in. So uh, we were fortunate in that regard. So it's just been their resiliency, their ability to step up, uh, to be their best when their best has been required. And, um, you know, hopefully that, that stays consistent as we go through the, post, uh, the postseason here because we're going to have to be um, at or near our best to beat the teams in front of us. You talk about players kind of stepping up throughout the year. I feel like, especially down the stretch, Autumn Seppi on the offensive side was, was absolutely huge for this team. Taylor O'Brien against Lafayette had arguably the best game she's had all year. How have you seen those two develop throughout the season? Well, I think, number one, I would say just a comfort level with their role. Um, you know, coming off the bench in, in Autumn's case and Taylor, who we, you know, switched at midstream there, she was coming off the bench, isn't for everybody and it's not an easy thing to do. But they have, I think, as the year's gone on, really embraced that. They see the importance of their individual roles. I think Taylor, um, you know, we have tried to not limit her, but really grow her game. And as opposed to just being someone who looks to shoot, uh, which she's good at, we wanted to, her to become a playmaker for us, which means that in some cases creating for other people. And I think you've seen over the last two or three weeks that her game has expanded. Um, so now she is much more difficult to guard because you don't know if she's going to shoot or pass. And so that's been a big part of it. And then Autumn, obviously, so critical to the success. We've had sickness throughout our, our post players this season. And, um, you know, she has stepped up in big moments at American sticks out, but really consistently the last two, three weeks, she has been, um, you know, just another starter for us, essentially. And just kind of lastly, back here at home, a lot of success at Soika tonight. Just how key has that been throughout the year to have good crowds who have been on your side uh, when you've been at home? Yeah, we're fortunate. You know, uh, you know, we have a good core group of followers who show up consistently, and that helps. I think we have... Uh, a tough environment to play in uh, for multiple reasons. One, we have a good team, and but two, we do have good support. I think you know we've even going back to the Lafayette game last week. We had a heck of a turnout from the Bucknell faithful at Lafayette. So you know we're really fortunate. Um, 
we appreciate that. It, it's not lost on us that uh, that we have that type of support, and it's going to be important moving forward uh, that as many people as possible get to this place and, and really provide energy uh, for our group. And thanks so much to Bucknell head coach Trevor Woodruff for joining us this week on Ballin' with the Bison. The Patriot League Tournament semifinal matchups are set. Bucknell will host the Holy Cross Crusaders on Thursday night at Soika Pavilion. Meanwhile, the Boston University Terriers will play host to the Lehigh Mountain Hawks, also Thursday night up at Case Gym in Boston. The winner of those two games will meet at the highest seeds home on Sunday at noon on national TV, CBS Sports Network, with the Patriot League Championship and the conference's auto bid into the NCAA tournament on the line. It's going to be very exciting to see how things turn out. They have announced a 6 p.m. start time on Thursday night at Soika Pavilion. And again, it's noon on Sunday for the Patriot League Championship at the highest seed. So so if Bucknell wins, the Patriot League Championship game once again will be played at Soika Pavilion. If they don't, it'll be someplace else. Although I guess that's kind of obvious. Anyway. That's what we've got coming up this week in the Patriot League. It's exciting this time of the year in conference tournaments as uh, things are really wrapping up and I'm looking forward to conference champions being crowned here over the next six days. So thanks so much for joining us this week on Bowl with the Bison. A little bit of a shorter episode as uh, hitting the home stretch of the season, crossover season with spring sports going. Uh, here at Bucknell is in full swing. Minor league baseball season right around the corner as well. It is that time of year that is um, quite hectic uh, for me personally. So do apologize for this one being a little bit uh, on the shorter side. We'll talk to you again next Monday where we'll wrap up the Patriot League tournament. And if there's anything after that, we'll talk about that as well. Until then, I'm Joe Vasile from the Ball with the Bison Studios in Lewisburg, Pennsylvania. Have a great day. He's in the front court for Bucknell. A bounce pass underneath for Schaefer. Pass was tipped up for grabs. Schaefer ends up getting the loose ball back. Play to Bridget Tobin for three. Bingo! How about Bridget Tobin's first three career points? And the place goes crazy. And the final score is the Bucknell Bison 87 and the Army West Point Black Knights 61. And Bucknell will fight on in the Patriot League semifinals right here at Soika Pavilion.